The face of Latina professionals propels women of color to reach their highest potential through education, community, and self-development. Join us as we come together to provide a platform for Latina voices to connect and be heard on the Face of Latina Professionals podcast. How you guys doing? I'm Tony Arce, and this is the Face of Latina Professionals podcast. Today, I'm joined by the president and founder of Break the Silence Foundation, Maribel Garcia. Maribel, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me here, Tony. This is an amazing and awesome experience to be here with you and Alexis. Oh, <laughs> thank you. No, it's been a blessing already. I mean, we've been Ooh, chatting for so long. And crying. <laughs> you crying, tears, <laughs> joy, and sad. Beautiful. A beautiful, beautiful uh, conversation yes. so far. But, you know, getting jumping right into it, um, Break the Silence Foundation, a foundation being a non-for-profit. Yes. Tell me what it is. Well, Break the Silence Foundation is a organization that is very involved with the uh, victims of domestic violence. We're talking not only women, but uh, men, the entire family. The family, right? The entire family. Everyone suffers with domestic violence. Even your neighbor. If your neighbor, you have a neighbor for 10, 15, 20 years also, you know, affects him because of that communication that you have. How did, um, I mean, you're the founder. How did, how did you get started in this? Ooh, well, I'm a survivor. I'm a survivor. And that really ignited, you know, the desire and the passion, the fire to open a, um, organization to help others. I was, uh, a victim of domestic violence since I was a child. I'm the only child. I have no siblings, obviously. And, uh, yes, I saw and I witnessed my father beating up my mom so many times and um he molested me sexually and uh and that is like a cycle of violence you choose the wrong partner you know when you witness and you grow up in that type of violent environment you choose the wrong person so that's what i did you know and to make a long story short and uh, I hated my father for so many years, and then I chose the wrong person. He was an alcoholic. He used to beat me up almost every week. Wow. So it was sad, and uh, and I decided to, I wanted, to, it was like a snap moment. I snapped, and uh, it's not that I really uh, planned uh you know, to commit suicide. It's something that it just happened because I wanted to end my emotional pain, which was worse than the physical pain. Absolutely. Because not only domestic violence is the physical uh, beat up, but when your spirit is broken, when you're emotionally, you are fragmented or uh, broken, fractured. It's much easier to recover from the physical than it Absolutely. is the Absolutely. You put some makeup on and the, here we go. You Absolutely. smile to the world, but not all, people don't know what you're going through. So I jumped. I jumped and uh, like I was telling you before, and I woke up in intensive care with all, you know, tangled in, in, in tubes. And, and I had a conversation with God. Yeah. And I looked the ceiling and I said, your uh, uh, persistent love saved me. I promise you till the day I die, I will help. I will try to help others because back then, we now we have tons of organizations. Of and course. even though, Tony, is not enough. It's not enough. It's still happening. Now with the pandemic. It's worse. It's worse yeah. because it went from one every nine seconds to one every five seconds. No way. Yes. Yes. Wow. And, uh, and I have, you know, and I decided the foundation was, uh, <clears throat> I, I, I created the foundation in the basement of my house. 
in Berwyn. And that's, you know, tons of people, others open the doors. I remember one uh, person that is dear to my heart, you know, I don't know if I can mention the name, you know, Maria Punzo. Uh, she looked at my heart. We had a heart-to-heart conversation. And I told her my story. And she said, you can count on me. Wow. And uh, I forever will be grateful. And uh, to make a long story short, you know, I went knocking on doors and people turn your away. Others, yes, I will help you. They will drop the ball <clears throat> on me. Or probably, you know, they close the door. Slammed it, right? Slammed it. And that really hurt. But I was persistent because this was this foundation was born in the in the heart of God. And he never shut the door. Wow. Until the, the moment. All of a sudden, you know, I have the most amazing board of directors. They are workaholic. They love the foundation. Mayor Love uh, Robert Lobero and his lovely wife, um, Gail Lobero, the first lady of Berwyn, they they embrace this cause. You know, Sandra Diaz, she is the uh, the chair lady. She is a firecracker. You know? Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> yes, and uh, um, and uh, Julissa, you know, Julissa, she's the chair, uh, vice chair, and on and on and on. I have, you know, an amazing group. Not everybody. He didn't open a door. It was a gigantic <laughs> right? door. Everybody There's wants to help, <laughs> and I love no, it. That's amazing. Here no. we are, like I say, you know. Um, uh, changing lives, saving lives, making history for the sake of the uh, um, uh, the uh, victims. And spreading love, I mean, more than anything else. Yes. So, obviously, I mean, what an incredible story that they have gone through. And obviously, you're very close to this. And I'm sure that, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of the stories not only probably remind you, but the other way around, where one of the things that you were sharing prior um was just how your story was many people's stories, right? Uh, that you just don't know, looking you know, from the outside, looking in, that you you think everything's okay, but really it's not. And you know, obviously, this is the face of Latina professionals. But one of the things that uh, we were talking about was just how, you know, this is not something that just affects a specific cultural group or yeah. you know demographic or uh, um, it's, it's everything, right? It has, it has no discrimination against money or anything, but it is something that's a, a little more familiar in the Latino culture, right? And you see that, and I'm sure that a lot of that for you, what is it that about, you know, what you're doing in terms of your, you being Latina also, that has almost created a, a different sense of awareness for you that maybe, you know, it, it's something that you can identify with or, you know, t- take me through some of that culturally that you see uh, within the organization. Yes, especially Latinas, you know. Yeah. We have the tendency the uh, allow fear more than others, you know, uh, Anglo and, you know, it, but the Latina, they fear. The fear can, you know, paralyze you. Yep. The, uh, the fear can not allow you to move on and yep. move forward, to act, to think. The fear will really, you know, kill you, can yep. kill you, yep. can kill you. And, uh, and so many broken lives. Aside from broken noses, hmm. broken, uh, you know, cheekbones and uh, jaws and, you know, fracture arms, you name it, thrown through, a, uh, down the stairs. Stabbed. But, yes. Like the fear, and... But the fear of being killed, like I was telling you a case that we just heard about. And uh, 
And the Latina now, it's, it just only takes one. One to yep. say enough. Absolutely. We can do this. Let's move on. Let's, let's join forces. Let's believe. Let's have faith. And then since we are starting this movement, you know, there's raising eyebrows, you know, in the uh, community, the, uh, uh, the government. And, uh, but to be honest with you, you know, it's about empowering. And for me, I'm very persistent. The other day, Wednesday, we had our inside groundbreaking. And the mayor here was saying, because of your persistence, this is what you have you created. Know, created. Yeah. Look at this. We had the police department there. We had, you know, com- wow. city commissioner. We had a state representative, alderman. You know, because when you, you hear no and you say, okay, but there's no a no for me when I know that I see a yes. So I have a great group. I mean, this team, you know, our board of director, he they're running. Well, they. well look, as we, <laughs> and I know you're blessed with a great you know group. But like you said, it it it, it takes one. It takes one. one to say, and and you were that one, right? So where did like so? You're Puerto Rican. Yes, I was born uh, here and born raised here. in Puerto Rico. Yes. Now. Where did that come from for you? Because like you said, this is something that we see a little more. I think I think just the reason is that you see it a little more. One, we're closer to it, right? We're yeah. being Latino that, that it's just who we are and then we see it. But I think the other thing, too, is that as Latinos, we're almost expected to be a little more humble, right? A little, yes. Like a little more just know your place in society, not just, mm-hmm. right? So, so then it just keeps trickling down that, like we talked about how, I just think that if, if a man does that to a woman, it's because that man thinks very small of himself and feels that way out in society. So he's got to go home and feel like that's the power, right. right? Or whatever yeah. that is. And so there's a small men you're talking about mm-hmm. that, that act this way. What is it about you that said, <laughs> after all this, I mean, you did not have it easy, both from your dad and, you know, the, the people that you said that you picked prior. Where was that spark for you of strength, of enough is enough, of not even that, but to go the opposite direction and start a foundation, right? Where did that come from for you? Well, to be honest with you, when I was in intensive care, that the promise that I made, you know, myself, I have to do this. You know, I'm alive. It was like a, when I jumped that off the balcony, in, in that split of a second, I said, this is it. I'm dying. Wow. But when I woke up and I realized it was that moment I told to myself, because people, they, they, they speak to themselves, but they don't do, they don't act. Right. So I spoke to myself and I thought about, you cannot continue this life. The pain it, was too much. The pain was too much. And there's a difference, Tony, of people realizing why, what they have to do, but they don't do it. Right, right. You see, I realized what I had to do in that moment. I promised to myself until the day, I, and I... And I stick on that promise and I say, no, I can't. I have to help others. Just the thought that I don't want any other going through the same hell that I went through. I think that really ignited me. And I say, I have to. One, I, I opened my mouth with this beautiful person, friend of mine, Maria Bumso. And I say, I can't turn back. Yeah. You know, it's like a one-way street. Yeah. You cannot go back. Yeah. I'm, still on that, I'm still on that one-way street. Moving forward. That's amazing. <laughs> now, but I got to ask too, on that note, what was it that kept you 
right? And and I know that we talked about what you see in others, but for you personally, what was it that kept you from seeking help or or seeking that change prior to jumping, right? Obviously, you you had enough and that was your way out, but you're doing something so radically different from that now. Mm-hmm. You're helping others. What what was so difficult then that you feel keeps women or victims of, of domestic violence quiet? Yeah. Well, some of them, they don't think that the situation or the nightmare that they're going through is domestic violence. Interesting. That's what I thought. You know, really? That's what I thought. Well, you know, he's aggressive, he's violent, but he loves me. Wow. Maybe if I change, maybe if, but I had, I had a, a friend of mine, she is a psychologist, and we used to talk and talk. And like uh, days before I jumped that balcony, she said, you're going through domestic violence. And that, that really hit me. And I said, what do you mean? She explained, you know, not to go into detail. No, for sure. You know, domestic violence. It's not only physical in the whole nine yards. It's, it's emotional. And you're broken, Mary Bell, because, Tony, that man broke me in many ways that you can imagine. Of course. I still have a scar on my lips. And, uh, and he, he would not care if we were in a supermarket or in a restaurant. He would curse at me or hit me in wow. front of everybody. And back years ago, we're talking about like 30 years ago, people... They didn't say anything. No, they said, no, that's not, that's not my business. Right. I cannot... But now, oh yes, now this is everybody's business. Yep. Because if you keep... Quiet, you're worse than the perpetrator. Absolutely. If you understand what I'm trying to say. No, 100%. I mean, know. I think you're, you're, you're just as guilty, right, exactly. of those things. Exactly. When you see, yeah. when a witness sees an, uh, somebody killing another, oh, and turn away. Absolutely. You're worse than the murderer, you Absolutely. know. So, and, uh, and God has been blessing me and people, with people, beautiful people, and a beautiful program that we have face-to-face that I told you. We have like a... a Tons of plastic surgeons. Right, yes. right. Like, plastic surgeons. Do is, a lot of pro bono work. Yes, pro bono work. It is, uh, it's this program, Face to Face, is a program of American Academy of Facial Reconstructive Plastic Surgery. Wow. So they are board certified. Otherwise, they cannot belong to the program. And they, um, it's a nationwide program. And they reconstruct the faces of the survivors pro bono. Wow. Is that amazing? It is amazing. So it's one door opening. And so by being persistent, I'm seeing, you know, the results. Whatever you you sow, you reap. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's a good, a good harvest. <laughs> it absolutely is. No, and, and, and it's so sad. I mean, it's so unfortunate that we're in that place, right, that... Plastic surgeons have to get involved. I mean, that's just, it's, it's heinous and it's, it's so unfortunate. What, as part of this foundation and as, and as part of this, you know, recovery process also for yes. you, right? But in, in healing others mm. who are going through with it, what is the biggest challenge you have in getting people to, uh, you know, to, to participate or, or to see it that way? Even when they know they're in something and, and that fear, you know gets in the way of that, right? yeah. like in, in your persistence. So what, what are the things that, that you're doing to, to, to really help, right? To, 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 to help. Yep. First of all, it's still, you know, well, the majority I have been, you know, succeeded. But, uh, but the uh, 
lack of trust because mm. they don't know, especially when they are not uh, legally, you know. Right. That's, right. that's, that's so true. Yeah. You're yeah. already afraid as it is. Exactly. And you don't want to draw any more attention. No, you don't. And they don't know you. Right. So by having a beautiful support group, we start talking and the, the new ones listen to the other ones and they say, okay, this is, this is making me comfortable. So they hear the other stories, my story. We cry together. We laugh together. We encourage each other. And we are, I mean, the results are amazing. Not all the time. Some of them, they go. But then some of them, they just... You don't hear from them anymore? No. But let me, I can tell like 85%, yes. Wow. Yes. That's amazing. And it's, one of the things that you told me that stuck out uh, prior to this was just how the transformation that you see, it's almost like it's a brand new person, right? That uh, the one, the woman, and obviously we won't mention any names, not that you did anyway, but <laughs> you know, that she couldn't even get to the point where she was hugging you or she was, you know, even questioning your own love. Like why, how, how could you possibly love me if you don't even know me? Right. <laughs> and, and then to fast forward to today, mm -hmm. you're saying she's the hugger. And she's the kisser yeah. hugger. <laughs> she's like, what a beautiful, beautiful transformation. And I would say if you help nobody else, right, th that it. would be worth it. That's it. That one person. But you're, but you're doing this, seems like, all the time. All the time. And it, you know what? And it works. Yeah. It works. Showing your affection for a, for a person that you don't know, that you just met for the first time. It's just, it's works. It's like a, 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 a shot of a vitamin B12. You know, you, whoa. And they don't expect, and I, I've seen that reaction when I see, you know, new uh, ladies coming and uh, to the support group. And I say, welcome, princess, how you doing? You know, and I hug them. They just like, a, kind of like, a, because they're not used to. Yeah. They're not, you know, I have. They're used to violence. They're no, used to you the know, negativity and being put down. Yeah. How do they, I mean, I guess I just see like if someone's in that situation, it almost seems like a prison, right? That they're stuck there and, 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 and controlled. That's and, the word, stuck. Yeah, stuck. And 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 how would they find out, how, how do they even get to the point where they're showing up, right? Is, is, yeah, I just like how, how do you reach them? Well, my girls, they really take care of that. And word of the mouth, and now with the community that we are involved with the, uh, with the police, that they are willing to help. Mm -hmm. You know, when they, they hear police, they get, get kind of love. Yeah. Mm. No. Well, like you said, especially if they're, you're illegal or, illegal. you know, whatever, you don't want to draw yes. attention to yourself. But the, uh, once they, I have this technique, Go. If you don't like it, that's it. But at least give yourself an opportunity to be there and participate. You don't have to talk. And the thing is, not only I am the one hugging them and, and you know, giving them word of advice, encouragement and everything. It's like a, a group hug. Mm -hmm. It's like, a you know, smothering her with love or whatever. Mm -hmm. And you see them just by hugging them breaking down and crying because I had one case. You said not even my mom showed me so much love. Wow. It is sad. 
It is sad. It's sad. I mean, it is. And, and like we said before, the, the, what the world needs more than anything else is that love, right? And, like the song. And, no, it is. It really, it's <laughs> yes. so true. I mean, you're proving it. You're proving it over and over. And and how, how long has the foundation existed now? Now 16. 16 years? Oh, yes. my goodness. I believe 2005. Make the math. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. <laughs> what is the, I guess, the goal of this, right? Because it's not, I mean, break the silence. This is... I love the name, by the way. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's a great name. There's, many of them are screaming in silence. Yeah. Yes. Yes, in absolutely. Silence. What is the goal of it? What is the vision for the organization? I mean, you're already making leaps and bounds and, you know, doing big things and making Latinas worldwide proud. But, you know, what's the, what's the big goal? What's the big vision? Well, the big, right now, we, we have just one, right? Um, and then a second one that I'm going to tell you right now. Right now we have a building. It's in 6635 West Cermak Road. And last uh, Wednesday, like I said, we had the groundbreaking. But now is the remodeling process. But my final goal is to have not a shelter, a home. Mm. If I tell you, because I didn't tell you about that. No. I will tell you later. <laughs> but the, the, the vision that I have with that home, and the programs that I have, it's it's out of this world, you know. And I'm, I take pride because that didn't, didn't come from me. It was given to me, course, you know. Of course, And uh, it's just to help. Like I was telling you, it's not about Mary Bell Garcia. It's about Break the Silence Foundation and the people that get there. We also have male victims. And it's very hard for them to uh, come forward. Yeah. Because, you know, especially in the uh, Hispanic community, you know, the friends, oh, you allow your vieja, you know, to hit you, whatever, or your, your woman to hit you, you know, and it's like a, a, the pride. And uh, But they come. I have. Interesting. I have. They say, yeah, I can't take this anymore. You know, she beats me up. She hits me. And uh, and some of them, the majority, it's emotional, which is the worst. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. Emotional. You. And from, a, you know, I guess people listening, because I think that is one of those things that <clears throat> even culturally and, and it's not something that and we almost joke about it. Right. To the yeah. point where you even go to a family function and, you know, the way that that family receives you is usually with like a jab or yeah. you know, something just to make fun. <laughs> right. Yeah. That, that it's, a, it's like this cultural, almost like a, a rite of passage that you get treated a certain way. And, you know, and, and, and talking about your emotions and your feelings like, ah, you know, we don't talk about that here. Yeah. Right. What, what are some of those things that you tell people in that? Like, how do we change that type of mentality towards taking care of ourselves and, and, and knowing that we matter enough to say something and say, this is not right. You know, it's not right to treat me this way. It's not, not, try, not right to treat this, you know, this child this way, this woman this way, this man this way. It's not right. How, for those people, how do we start to change that within our homes, even when it's not, you know, physically violent or that, but there's those words that, mm-hmm. that that's, you know, it starts there. It's communication. To be, to be honest with you, it's communication. Everything is about communication. The world is about communication, but good communication, because it, there's bad communication, and uh, it's like you know the the the, uh, the heart of the family is the 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 uh, unity, you know, and you cannot be united if there is uh, violence. Absolutely. It, no. It's just impossible. Yeah, and love is the first one. But we have workshops. 
because we we don't, you know, workshops, and you'll be surprised. We don't say, okay, we're going to have a workshop, and it's regarding domestic violence. Men or women, they will not go. But if we put the family, you know, we focus, you know, family uh, bridges, family, you know, uh, let's do something. And it's like a, like a festival. How do you mm -hmm. say that? Yeah, uh, festival. Yeah. Festival. <laughs> Easy to translate. <laughs> yes, right? no, like a festival. They go. But there, there's a workshop. And trust me, they listen, you know. Now, the, when they when when the person is going, are they going alone typically? <laughs> The majority of women, <laughs> but we have a way to bring the men too, you know. Yes, especially you know. So I mean, you're literally you're you're you mean you're bringing the perpetrator basically. <laughs> you're bringing the you know oh. I don't want to say enemy, but in the sense yes. right. The, I mean the, the enemy kind of. Like, yes. You're inviting them too, and I'm not saying that's not important. No, right? But no, it no. almost seems like there needs to be that, and I'm sure I mean, you know way more about this than I do, <laughs> right? But like that safe space of. I think that's just a challenge, right? Yes, it is. And, and and only because I've seen what control looks like, you know, and you see, I mean, like I said, it's in being Latino, you grew up around it, right? But that when someone's, you know, a man in, in my experiences can be very controlling over, oh, yes. you know, their, their wife. And so to not, as to not allow them to do certain things, yes, right? But, but let me tell you something that uh, men, uh, since we have, you know, the majority women and, uh, and we have one-on-one, -on -one, you know, we talk and uh, counseling, therapy. We have people, you know. There. But when a man really wants to save his family, his marriage, they will come. And uh, this, the wife will help me. Because some, some women, you know, they can be tough. And I say, no, you have to be very smart. And you, you need to know how to address him. Here's my business card. And just tell him um, she would like to talk to you or even my husband. He's a, a, a facilitator also. Oh, nice. You know, That's yes, wonderful. Yes. Uh, he um, can, you know, man on man, because men, women kind of like, oh, she's going to take your side. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But you'll be surprised when they come. I mean, and you go through all the way through his childhood, back to his childhood, You'll be surprised, you know, the type of violent environment they went through. So it's the cycle. That's all they know, how to treat the woman. Absolutely. When she, they think that she did something wrong, it's either mm -hmm. a beat up or a bad word. or And the kids learn. And it, uh, it goes from one generation to another. Absolutely. They say hurt people, hurt people, right? Yes, hurt people. So, But men, you know, as a matter of fact, we every year except the last two years because of the pandemic, we, had a, we have every year of the Purple Gala. And it's a beautiful gala, you know, to raise funds for the foundation. And we have sponsors, we have judges, we have lawyers, doctors. And uh, we end the, um, uh, the, the, the uh, Purple Gala with a beautiful and powerful fashion show where the, where the survivors are the models. Wow, that's yes. amazing. That's the, like the, after, Very empowering. Uh, yes, after a year of uh, um, uh, workshops and everything, it's like sort of the, their graduation. And we had a perpetrator. And, and, you know, what I mean is we had a, he was, he was the perpetrator, right. but he was restored and, you know, and, and uh, the models, they walk one by one, one at each time. 
and the public, they, the audience, they listen to an audio. And, uh, but in this case, it was him. My name is so-and-so. I made my wife, made in the past, uh, you know, suffer because of this and that. And then she came walking down the runway and their children. It was a powerful moment. I can't moment. even imagine. I mean, everybody was yelling, screaming, wow. whistling, not even a dry eye in the audience. That so is so beautiful. That's what it is. That is my passion, Tony. And, and you've, you know. Well, of course. <laughs> you light up a room. And, so, so, I mean, with that being said, I mean, we could talk forever. But I know. those people listening that obviously if you are a victim or, you know, involved in a family or you know someone, I would strongly encourage you to reach out to Maribel. But also, you know, how can people get involved that just want to help Maribel? Who are you looking for? Yeah. You know? Yeah, they can call if I may, you know, at 773-780-0065. They can call, we can chat, we can, you know, because right now we are remodeling the building. And yes, soon, like within three or four months, we will need, you know, people and volunteer, volunteer. We need volunteer even now. You don't have to wait until the building is ready. Yep. But yes, we can, you know, uh, make this movement like a, not me. We can make a movement, you know. There's it needs to be. It needs to happen. I mean, yes. this is this is. Yes. We're in 2022. I mean, come on, you know, we, we need to be a little more woke. Yes, <laughs> you yes. know, it, it's time. But it's people time. are listening. No, know? they are, and I think with people like you, you know, leading the way, we're, <laughs> we're in good hands. Making a lot of noise. Yeah, that's good. Good noise. Good noise. But you know, I just, I'm very encouraged by you and, and inspired by everything you do. You know, for for obviously just. Our community as a whole, right? Not just Latinos, but you're, you're helping anyone who needs help. Oh, so, yes. you know, with that being said, if you're out there and then you heard that number, great. And if not, you can also contact Maribel in the form below that it gets to her directly. But Maribel, just thank you for, for coming in, being vulnerable, sharing your story. And pleasure. above all, doing everything you do for others. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. <laughs>